0: Welcome to The Light Within, a podcast for anyone seeking to rewrite their life, live in their light, and align with their soul's highest purpose. I'm Leslie Draffin. I'm a certified menstrual cycle coach and feminine embodiment mentor, and I'm on a mission to break taboos around periods and sex while exploring all things spirituality, mysticism, and empowerment. Join me as I interview other coaches, teachers, healers, and thought leaders about all the ways we can feel more tuned in, turned on, and lit up AF. If you're on a journey towards self-discovery, you've come to the right place. This is The Light Within. Hello, beautiful beings, and thank you so much for joining me for this episode of The Light Within. I am so excited about today's guest. Her name is Amy Salling, and she is a purpose and empowerment coach, a certified spiritual life purpose coach, systematic coach and training, and a business psychology master student. She has her own podcast called Tea with Amy, and today we're talking all about discovering your gifts slowing down, and the power of play. I feel like these are perfect themes for 2023. Amy, thanks so much for joining me. Thank you so much for having me. So I'm the so first, excited to be here. I'm so excited too. We connected on Instagram, and so I'm very jazzed to have you on the show. Like I ask everybody, first question, what ignites your light within?
1: Yeah, I love this question so much. And yeah, it really is. When I'm having fun and when I'm allowing myself to be in flow and to do whatever excites me, I I notice that. So yeah, I notice that whenever I do things that don't make me happy, I'm not feeling lit up. And when I do things that make me happy, I feel lit up. So through the process of like doing and like integrating more of that into my everyday life, that's when I feel ignited.
0: Mm, I love it. And so for those folks who maybe don't understand you know what it is to be a uh, systematic coach in training or really what a purpose and empowerment coach does, can you introduce yourself and give us a little yeah. breakdown of what it is that you bring into the world?
1: Yeah, sure. So I'm a certified spiritual life coach, and I got trained in Dharma Coaching Institute by Sahara Rose, which is all about finding your purpose, and you could probably coach everyone Uh, with the tools that we learn in there. And I love the spiritual aspects and all of that so much. And now I'm getting certified as a systematic coach which in a university kind of setting, which is like totally kind of like the opposite. And I kind of look at those two things that I have been training in as like the feminine and more masculine kind of energies. Mm -hmm. And so for me, this past year, this past year, it's really been about figuring out, okay, where do I stand? Like I could get all of the certifications do X, Y, like do all these things, but where do I stand? What am I about? And I feel that the empowerment aspect of it, like, yes, girl, you can do it. That's what I love so much. And yeah, that's what I do when I coach people and I just, I want to help more people feel empowered and yeah.
0: Awesome. I love it. And so talk a little bit about what it was like going through DCI. You don't have to go through a lot of details. A lot of people may not know. I originally signed up for DCI. And then a week later, the menstrual cycle coaching um, Mm. course was released by a woman that I had been learning from. And I was like, oh shit, I need to get out. So I got out of DCI to get into menstrual cycle coaching. And, you know, this obviously isn't like a pitch for DCI, but how has that sort of helped you evolve into someone who is able to bring this to people in a coaching perspective? Like, how are you helping clients now?
1: Yeah, sure. First of all, I love that you also signed up for DCI. And then <laughs> like, that's so exciting. And yeah, really going through DCI has been such a roller coaster and journey. And it really, like, I thought I was spiritual before. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> like, it, it's changed everything. Like, The way that I look at spirituality has changed so much as like not just a thing that I listen to and when I walk or when I'm on a run or something, I listen to a podcast. It's really become an integrated part of my life and it Mm -hmm. continues to be. And... Yeah, also the business aspect of it is like, I can now help people with everything I have learned. Mm-hmm.
0: So what was the question again? I hope I answered no, that. No, you did for sure. Absolutely. You did. Um, And I love that you say that it helped you sort of awaken your your spiritual gifts or really start yeah. to live more of your spiritual gifts. And you talk a little yeah. bit um, on your own show and on Instagram about what it was like to discover your own intuitive gifts. So yeah. can you talk a little bit about the gifts that you have? Yeah, for sure. So,
1: you know, there are different types that you sense energies. And for me, it would be mostly like you can see things or hear things or feel things. And for me, it's always been like the more auditive and like feeling kind of thing. Mm. Um. So, yeah, but I really discovered my spiritual gifts, if you will, when I was like really, really young. I like mm never really forgot if you want to call it that way probably yes to a certain extent but when I was young I still remember like going around in my garden walking around and I would talk to trees and like I would feel into the way like they would tell me where I should go what I should do and that's like a memory distinct memory I still have and I wanted to save the planet and all these things so then I got into school I started to get like more feminine kind of features. And I still didn't really understand like how, why, what, and probably also carried like the the shame that exists in our uh, culture and society. So going through that and then, yeah, being diagnosed with an autoimmune disorder and trying to heal that and yeah, that was really when I was like around 15. That's when I started diving even deeper through trying to heal myself mm-hmm. and yeah. And, and what
0: autoimmune disorder do you have?
1: Yeah, so it's I don't know, it's called like the purpura something, the the Latin name and then the German name would be Schollenhenoch. I will I will send you the name, but okay. it's like where you have like a lot of so you have swelling in your in your legs and your joints. Um, and also I would get like a lot of like dots, like red dots uh, on my arms and on my Mm. legs, like around my knees and like lower legs. And it was like, it felt very inflamed. And I also, at the same time, I was having gut issues, like a Mm. severe, like gut inflammation going on. And I had no idea, like, I just wanted to be healthy. And like, I didn't know. What I should do, and I ran around from one doctor's office to another, and nothing really helped. I was like, and I remember being in the hospital, and I was put on like cord- like something they put in me, which was not like the best thing, but it helped with the f- first symptoms a little bit. But it came back, mm-hmm. and I felt so helpless. Like I didn't know what to do. I was like, I just want to be healthy. Like what? What should I? do? What should I eat? Like, I didn't know what to do. So yeah, that's when I discovered the plant based lifestyle through having tried out basically every kind of like diet, I was eating a lot of like meat and um, milk products, which Mm -hmm. to me now looking back, that probably was what was inflaming my gut. Like I was drinking a lot of milk, like more than one liter a day, which probably my body couldn't handle and then I found a very extreme youtuber on yeah on on YouTube and she was talking about the vegan lifestyle she was living and she looked so good good but also she felt like so healthy like it it felt like something I wanted to try out so from one day to the next I started becoming a vegan and I was the person that was like I love bloody steak which mm. to some people like probably they I, I probably just couldn't handle digesting it. And so when I tried that out I started becoming healthy and also I was watching a lot of YouTube and all mm-hmm. the people on YouTube somehow like they were spiritual, like they were meditating and like buying crystals. And I was like, yeah, I kind of like watching those videos. And that's
0: how I started trying those things out as well. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like a lot of us, as bad as social media can be for certain things, like, thank goodness we've had it in order to awaken ourselves to things we would never actually experience. Like you wouldn't have actually known Mm -hmm. um, probably at that time to do that vegan lifestyle and then sort of used it as this gateway into other spiritual aspects of yourself. And so how long have you been plant-based?
1: Yeah. So I love that you said plant-based because my sister is always like, Amy, you're not vegan, you're plant-based because I still own like leather and some things. I just, I haven't given away. So yeah. So I've been like living that kind of, or eating a plant-based diet for seven years or almost eight years, I think. Um, And yeah, it's, I feel so good. And even within the plant-based lifestyle or eating vegan, there are so many different things you can try out. Like you can eat only fruit, which is what mm. I tried in the beginning. And that didn't really work out for me because I was like, it it was okay, but like I didn't enjoy it. Yeah. And then, yeah, so I've tried out different things, but also, yeah, I've been trying that and feeling so good and like feeling so
0: vibrant for seven years now. Mm, I love that. Yeah. And so having discovered these intuitive gifts, this what is it? Was it clear audience that you were saying? Like being able to hear clear audience and then living this plant-based lifestyle. Now you're working as this empowerment coach. You went through DCI. Um, How do you feel like all of those things have really led you to stepping into your power Mm -hmm. as this person you are now?
1: Yeah. Oh, I love this question so much. It's been owning who I am. I think I've always been ashamed of, of being me of knowing the things I know, of living the kind of life I want. I was always ashamed of, yeah. So, so yeah, I, I think it's been owning that all parts of myself basically and really starting to embody the things I I know, but also like who I am as a person more and more and like truly living authentically Because I always like, we all have aspirations. We all want to do things, try things, but it's it takes like baby steps. And it's been owning the the light, but also the dark side of myself.
0: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I feel like that for me has been key since my spiritual awakening in 2019. And I think um, even within naming this podcast, "The Light Within," Mm -hmm. um, for me, it kind of meant because there also is so much darkness, like you can Mm -hmm. see both. So what are some tools that you've used to kind of help you move past the shame? Because yeah, all of us, I think, have shame in some way, shape or form. But are there things that you have done specifically to help you integrate the light and the dark and to move through those times when you felt ashamed?
1: Oh, I love this. I love this question so much because it really... It, it is what I am so passionate about is like wanting to share what has helped me. So yeah, especially during the times when I feel emotions that are not necessarily positive, which can be daily because we have like life is like a it's it's a roll like ups and downs. So whenever I feel like a lower emotion or just in my day-to-day life, I love listening to binomial beats. I love that so much. Also, especially because I am like Claire Audie, whatever, mm-hmm. I hear things. So that is so helpful. And there are so many different kinds you can listen to. Like if I'm noticing anxiety or the, the feeling of anxiety rising up, I ask myself, okay, what is this emotion here to tell me? How can I learn from it? And then, yeah, I, I just put on like the the music and that instantly helps me and it it calms me and I feel so 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 good and I highly highly recommend that to anyone. Like <laughs> there are so many different kinds out there and yeah, it's it's really been super super crucial in in my part and in my journey and I tell it to everyone I know because I love these like I love sounds like because we they're they're information they're like light language so
0: yeah. I love that you mentioned that too, because I recently started really getting more dedicated to listen to listening to binaural beats at mm-hmm. nighttime, mm-hmm. but like some of them, I don't know if you've ever experienced this. Some of them are fucking horrible. Like they will, will I don't know what it is. It's like this vibration <laughs> that my, it'll be the worst sound I've ever heard in my life. And my husband j- jokes, because I'll go through um, this uh, app called insight timer. This is what we listen to when we go to bed. And I'll put one on and I'll immediately be like, oh, hell no. Like it's just like a funny – have you ever had that? You know, like you hear one and it's just like absolutely not, immediately grating.
1: I get that so much. I go – I listen to different kinds of binaural beats for a different – like for the same topic and with some I vibe with and with others I don't. So I get it. I totally get it.
0: (laughs) I love it. So binaural beats, what other things have you started to really start to use – Um, to really integrate the spiritual aspects of yourself into your daily life? Do you have any special rituals or practices that you like? Yeah,
1: I, I love. So it would be like moment to moment meditation. And I know it sounds so basic, but I used to sit down for meditation on my pillow, which I still sometimes do. But it's like, I want to make meditation a part of my life almost and like live every moment in a mindful way. So, I highly recommend that or if sitting down or sitting down to meditate helps you, great. Also something I've recently started trying out which I love so much is tapping. I ah. it's it's so powerful, but I highly recommend that too. And then also I've always loved like r- working out or moving my body as a as a spiritual practice to get back into my body. So I would highly recommend that. And there's so many different kinds out there. Mm-hmm. I love cooking. I love just living a, a mindful life, but also allowing my creativity f- to flow in, in other areas. So absolutely. Yeah.
0: And even in your first answer we were talking about the things that light you up, it's the things that make you happy. Mm-hmm. Um earlier in the season of, the, I think my first episode for season three of the podcast was talking all about my big lesson from 2022 was slowing down. And so that was going to be mm-hmm. my theme for 2023 as well. It's just slow the fuck down. And so I think that. play is so essential for helping people slow down, but it's also mm-hmm. kind of a lot harder than anybody gives it credit for. I mean, um, yeah. You want to slow down. You want to check out of the rat race. You want to bounce from the matrix. But, like, it's way harder than people want to believe that it is, right? And Mm. I feel like play is kind of hard, too, even though it's something that you think would be easy.
1: I get that. Yeah. Totally. Like, I used to – I. It was probably like two or three months ago where I was like, okay, I want to start drawing mandala again. Is that the name? Like drawing mm-hmm. into those like circles? Oh, yeah. And I started, I finished one, but I did it probably one or two times. And the the coloring pencils still are here in my room and I could do it anytime, but I, I don't. And it's like, yes, sometimes it can be hard, but also it probably wasn't the right time. And I allow myself to play in other areas of my life. But I notice, yeah, like when I start like actually being super Zen, then something pops up. And the way that I some almost like look at it is it's like, I don't want to say test from the universe, but it's like, it wants to probably show me something. Like if, if an information pops up or someone tells me something when I'm like really chill, I'm like, do I really like, do I really need to respond? Or is it like? something else or is it just like a message that I can surrender even more maybe mm-hmm. so
0: yeah but I I totally get it <laughs> yeah and so why do you think from your perspective as a multi-certified coach at this point why do you think that play is so important for all of us oh
1: it's super important because we get into our bodies and we almost like play is You remember, do you remember like when you were a child, I used to play outside and in the garden and we would like pretend we were mermaids or pirates and it's so innocent and like we weren't like planning or doing anything really. We were just being, but at the same time we were having so much fun and life felt whole. It felt fulfilled. It, It felt like we were just allowing ourselves to be who we really were. And like now I'm getting philosophical a little bit, but, like, why are we even on this planet? like it's it's to experience positive emotions. That's what like five d is all about. It's like, yes, positivity, it love, all of that. But like, how do you get there? Like you don't get there by doing things you don't love. it's it's we get there through play, through laughter, through flow. And, yeah, that's why I think, like trying out things that you loved doing when you were a child that can be so, so, so healing and so helpful as well.
0: Mm, I love that. and I also just you know when you think back, I was thinking as you were saying this, I used to have this insanely immersive, imaginative world where I created these characters, and I would just stay in my room, play. Dress up, talk to myself. And there's like a point in life when suddenly that's not okay and cute anymore, right? Like there's this point when you're supposed to just quote unquote grow up and like get serious or whatever. And so it's fascinating to me. One way that I still am able to kind of tap back into that part of myself is through meditative visioning journeys where mm-hmm. I will kind of create, it's probably not called, I, I know there's like a different form of meditation that this is actually called. I just saw a reel about it the other day and I can't remember what the hell it was called, but in my, the way I do it, I'll like, okay, I'm walking down a forest and then now I see this and now I see this. Ooh, now I see this. Like, it's very interesting. I have a very, very, very open third eye. Like I can see things very easily with my eyes shut. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I guess for my question, after saying that long, little, Uh, side is with your gifts, with the, you know, clear audience and the other things that you've experienced and you're talking about, you know, play, what would you say would be a way for us to tap back into those things if it feels like, oh, well, that's just so childish right like i can't really imagine me as a 36 year old married lady <laughs> i'm a lady now um <laughs> you you still look
1: young and vibrant you still look like 20
0: you know but like i'm in my room and my husband's in the house I'm like sorry babe like i'm pretending like i'm a princess in here now like no no like don't come in here you know like when when things seem quote unquote too childish do you ever mm-hmm. have people say well i don't want to do that
1: yeah sure then so first I I love that you played with with Barbies and things like that when you were younger. I did too. And but yeah, I if someone says like I don't want to do that, then I would be like what? Why? Like yeah. what's what's behind that? Like do you like yeah, why? And then you can it's it's allowing you to go deeper into mm-hmm. yourself. And you don't have to do it now. It could be in a year or something and also, you could try other things that you love doing as a child. I would ask, like, what else did you love doing? Yeah. And then try that.
0: And I think for me, what's what I think it always points to, especially if you have a quote-unquote aversion to play, like if you feel like that is too childish, for me, it always is a sign that there's inner child work that needs to be yeah. done, right? I mean, mm-hmm. because – let's say that you were shamed for this super imaginative world. Let's say that you were um, a boy who played with Barbies or you were a girl who played, you know, outdoor fort stuff. And people maybe said, Oh, that's, that's boyish or, Oh, that's girlish or whatever. Like there's so much shame that happened to us as children, Mm -hmm. even around play, which is so fucked up when you think about it. It's like, why are we judging children for whatever they want to do? Yet we also are judging ourselves for what we did back then, for Mm -hmm. what we're doing every single moment of every single day. And so I really think that I love the message that you have about play because I feel like it does start to chip away at any of that guilt we may have around Mm -hmm. our own inner child wounds. Yeah,
1: it totally is. Like whenever there's resistance, it's always an invitation to go deeper. And then you will come out the other side so much more like, who you really are, it will be so enriching and so fulfilling to actually have gone through all of the bullshit that you have gone through. It will be so – like, you will feel so empowered coming
0: out the other side. So where are you living in the world now? Are you in Germany?
1: Yeah. Okay. I live in the north of Germany in a – close to a town called Hamburg or city. Okay.
0: Perfect. Because you were friends, or you know Munira, who was on the podcast season one, and who I'm in a mastermind with. And Um, she has just these fantastic, when I talk to her... um, Uh, just these fantastic stories about, you know, how it is over there, how the weather is over there. And so I'd love if you would just kind of talk a little bit about, you know, what your daily life is like over there. What's it like being you over there in Germany? A lot of people who listen to the podcast here are in the States. So I love it when they can get like a taste of people's lives in other parts of the world, including people who like you are probably doing some more spiritual play, fun, flow things.
1: Yeah, I love this. I love that we like somehow connected through Munira, (laughs) which is is so funny. Um, Yeah, so I live in the north of Germany, which I have to say that because it's not always hot. It's not always warm. It sometimes gets very cold. I mean, it gets warm Mm -hmm. in the summer and then cold in the winter. But so my day-to-day life, it always changes and depends on the kind of day. But for now, I would... Yeah, I... I go to university and I also work a job as a working student and I also coach people and I also love doing all of my spiritual practices. So my days are always filled with a lot of fun and I love that everything I do is so different almost like I love that I get to put on different hats. I just I I think it's super fun because I love being my spiritual embodied queen and like sitting on my meditation pillow instead of sitting meditating but i also love at the same time learning about business and psychology and more of the 3d things so it, and incorporating these things into my life so it the time i wake up depends on the time i start working or the time i start having uni but i love working out in the mornings so that's just i i've been loving that my entire life i think instead of like drinking my morning coffee or something i i just need my my Movement in the morning, and I think I'm kind of insane, but I like like I I just needed that, so that's like a huge part of my life. I wake up, and then the first thing I do is I do my rose quartz rolling, and I brush my teeth, and I listen to tapping things like tapping meditations while I do my rose quartz rolling. It's like two. I can do multitask in a to a certain extent, and then yeah, then I run, then I get dressed, then I go and then either I would go to work or go to uni. And then depending on what I have going on, I would have like coaching calls throughout the day, most of the time in the afternoon. And yeah, but it always, I I try whenever I plan my day because I do have some free reign over my schedule. I try to plan in a way that it's, sustainable for me Mm -hmm. I used to overbook myself to to a certain extent and that wasn't really good for my mental health so I always try to have breaks planned and enough time and space in between for myself to center and ground and come into my own body and like listening to music and even if it's five minutes in my car when I where I listen to a song that I like that helps me to ground that's super important for, for everything I do as well. And then I also even, I plan my meals around my day. I'm like, I, I'm a Virgo rising, so I love having everything like figured out and yeah, but also, and then at nighttime, so my day is kind of like fluid to a, yeah, fluid and like it depends. And then at nighttime, I always have like my nighttime ritual. I don't go on my phone before, when I'm in bed, like when I'm in bed, I never go on my phone. And then, yeah, I, I, Put on some candles. I dim the lights and just try to make sure that I feel good and rested and like cozy before going into bed. And then I always read next to my salt lamp, salt rock lamp uh, before going to sleep. And I love it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's perfect. Oh, I've never asked anybody walk me through their day on this podcast, but now I feel like I'm going to have to do that. And I love that, you know, even though you have so much going on, I mean, my goodness, your plate is super full. You're still finding all these ways to like the music in your car, like mm-hmm. the rose quartz and the tapping, find ways to, like you said, ground yourself and have fun.
1: Yeah, yeah for sure. And there, if, if you look at it that way, there are so many easy and so many easy ways you can integrate more play and fun into your life.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, how can people connect with you and work with you?
1: Yeah, you can find me on Instagram at Amy Period So just my name. And honestly, that's where I am. Also, I have a podcast. It's called Tea with Amy. And also I have a LinkedIn, but for probably for everyone who's listening on here, Instagram may be easier. <laughs>
0: so yeah. <laughs> Awesome. Well, Amy, thanks so much for coming on the show and sharing your wisdom with us. Thank you so much for having me. It was amazing. I hope you guys got so much out of that conversation with Amy. And I really hope that you are more inspired now to slow down in 2023, play more often, and just start doing the things that actually bring you joy. If you want to connect with Amy, all of her links are in the show notes below. You can also find my links below as well. Hit me up on Instagram at Leslie lesleydraffin or shoot me an email, hello at LeslieDraffen.com. I would love to hear from you. I have some amazing, super exciting things coming in the next few months. So make sure you get on my email list. You can find that in the link in my bio on Instagram and follow me so that you can find out all the details first. Thank you guys so much for spending some time with me today. And remember, there's no light without darkness, but there's no darkness without light. I'll see you next time.